Get your geek on, baby, for what it's worth. The first shall be last, and the last shall be first. Proud to be a brain, rivers, cause the geek shall inherit the earth. Get your geek on, baby, for what it's worth. The first shall be last, and the last shall be first. Check, check, the base, cosine, inverse, cause the geek shall inherit the earth. I never knew the brain could be so sexy. Hey guys, welcome to an episode of the Nerd Pit uh, podcast. I'm Don. And I'm Matt. Uh, yeah, so apologize for being on break for, you know, a week. Uh, what did you do on your break? Oh, man, I had a lot of stuff. I did a lot of stuff this last couple weeks. Um, I ate ve- a lot of vegan food. Uh, that was pretty pretty dope. Yeah. Um, I joined a gym. I worked out. That was pretty dope. That's something that you definitely needed to do. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, I I've been pushing you for years to do it. These past two... What happened? I don't know. I don't know, yeah. So, these past two weeks have been very, very interesting for me. Um, I made a lot of positive changes in my life. I've quit drinking. I've quit drinking, which is uh, something I don't really talk about too much, but it's, you know, I felt like something that was weighing me down. And, yeah, I've, I've just been very, very positive lately, and I'm trying to keep that going. Good for you. So, yeah, instead of being a cynical asshole, I decided to make a change for myself. How fucking time? How old are you? 31 years old. <laughs> Took me long enough. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been good. I've been really, really good. How about you, man? What, what have you been up to? A lot. Um, first, though, I really want to talk about this. Magnificent, Magnificent Seven. Yes. You've missed out. Yeah, I know. I missed it. I didn't go with you. Yeah. No real good excuse or anything like that. You just don't want to go. It's free screening. So we got to see it a few days early. Loved it and everything. And uh, to everyone's surprise, uh, uh, Chris Pratt isn't the hero, hero as everybody thought he would be. Really? Yep. But you got to see it. Okay, now I'm interested. Um, Denzel Washington was badass. Because I just thought it was going to be like, you know, Jurassic Park, but like, you know, in the 1800s. Nope. Not quite. Why? He, he does a lot of cool, heroic stuff that you're like, man, I would never have the balls to do that. But, uh, yeah, he he's not the hero at the end. Really? Because, like, the way the way the trailers I've seen for it, because this is what kind of, like, I just kind of like, meh. Because it made it seem like, you know, it's Star-Lord, but, you know, 1970s, or 1870s. I didn't see Star-Lord at all, actually. Really? Oh, no. So, so, I guess I will get on that then and watch it. Yeah, so that was really good. Um, what else did I see that was out of the ordinary? I don't remember much anything else. However, off topic, I yeah. did go off go to the zoo yesterday. They have these wild encounters, and they brought a fucking big cat out. It's a serval. Really? And this thing's as big as my dog. <laughs> you, have a, you have a pretty big dog. You have a boxer. So. Yeah, so I was like... I, I, I wouldn't want to see this thing real life. Like, this is badass. It's like two feet away from it. They, they stress on, don't pet the cat. <laughs> the cat. The cat is not like a house cat. It does not like being touched. So whatever you do, don't pet it. And we feed them raw meatballs. So you're like, okay, that, that, that's... It tells you what kind of cat it is. Yeah, that's... It's vicious right there, period. Like, all cats eat meatballs, but these fucking meatballs that they're feeding were as big as, like, uh, like pool table balls. So it's like, oh, okay, not fucking with that cat. <laughs> so this, 
as we're sitting there watching them walk the cat back and forth along the kids, and they're trying to keep the distance of the cat from the kids, this one child comes running out of nowhere, offside, reaching out for the cat. I didn't spare a moment, and I pulled out my phone. <laughs> like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna videotape this. I'm gonna have one hell of a YouTube channel tonight. It's gonna be hit a billion times. Like, I didn't know what the outcome was gonna be. The kid was reaching his hand out, inches away. The trainer sees it and pulls on the cat's leash. Like, like, don't pay attention to this kid who's about to touch you. And then out of nowhere, the parent comes and sweeps up this this child. So, and literally just saves his life right then and there. And it was like, wow. Like, like, my heart dropped and everything. I was like, this is going to be crazy. (laughs) Oh, man. You almost had a Gallagher show. I was going to pull out the tarps. Yeah. Ooh. 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 It's funny, though, because we live in an age now where, like, the thought process isn't like, oh, let me grab that kid. It's like... Oh, I'm going to record this shit. <laughs> yeah, that's the age we live in. Like, my first reaction was, let's record this, opposed to, let's try to save this child's life from this cat that's probably going to injure it really bad. We know where you, you we know where you stand now in terms of... Uh, yeah, I'm going to be that guy recording the murder instead of yeah. saving it. Yeah. Oh, man. Oof, 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 oof. Um, yeah, it, that sounds fucking crazy, God. It was nuts. Um, what do we got first, homie? Uh, actually, you know, um, I forgot to add this in, so we're going to start out with that. But uh, happy birthday to Mark Hamill, who turned 65 today. Um, it is... Oh, wow, you're showing me this picture of the cat. Wow, that is a fucking huge cat. Yep. What zoo was this at? Huh? What zoo was this at? Brookfield. Brookfield? All right. I got uh, a member, sir. I get in for free. Cool. So... <laughs> Yeah, happy birthday to Mark Hamill, who turned 65 today. For those who are not familiar with Mark Hamill... Um, He's the voice of the Joker from the comic book and gaming... Not the comic book, the cartoon and the gaming the cartoon, ba- The cartoon Batman the Animated Series, um, as well as the Arkham games, uh, Batman Killing Joke. He's also Luke Skywalker, if you don't know that. Yeah. Um, he also played the trickster in the Flash TV show, as well as Justice League Animated. And a weird fact... If you remove the M from his first name, mm-hmm. and you remove the I-L at the end of his last name, mm-hmm. it spells Arkham. That's crazy. Like, it was destined for him. Seriously. It was destined for him. Yeah, he's he's just an amazing, amazing actor. Amazing, amazing actor, and just pretty much a geek culture god, I think, at this point. Yeah, he was also Cockknocker. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was Cockknocker in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. I almost forgot about that. Yeah. Have you have you ever seen his uh, trickster in The Flash, whether it be the old one or the new one? No. It is pretty, pretty interesting. He uh, plays it pretty well. Like, I guess the when they made the trickster, like, they kind of just had him in mind for that role. Yeah. So it carried over into the Justice League animated series when they brought him in to do the voice for that. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty interesting. They are like, you know, yeah, we really loved how you played the trickster on the Flash TV show. Do, would you mind doing it? And there was already the production team who was, was doing Batman. We did Batman, uh, the animated series, so he was like, yeah, yeah. I'd love to reprise that role. And then uh, years later now with the Flash TV show, um, 
they brought him back to play Trickster again because he just he's just so good at that role. It's one. It's just how like you know he's gonna forever be known as the Joker and Luke Skywalker. Yeah. He's forever gonna be known as Trickster just because that's yeah, his role. That's pretty cool. So pretty interesting. Not only does he play you know Batman's one of Batman's main villains, he plays one of Flash's main villains. That's pretty awesome. Uh, I hope that that would be so cool to see that like in a in the Flash movie or something like that. Bring the trickster. Yeah, bring the trickster. Bring in Mark Hamill. See him in the Justice League uh, yeah. movie, like as a background person. Yeah, oh, that'd be so good. Warner Brothers, if you're listening, I'm giving you gold here. I'm giving you literally like just bricks of gold. <laughs> At the trickster, he doesn't have to do anything. Just yeah. have him walk by. Just have him Starbucks coffee in yeah. the background of like some superhero scheme. So like the whole thing in uh, the, the Justice League animated show. Um, they basically portray Trickster as just being, like, mentally ill. Yeah. So, like, the Flash just kind of sits down and talks to him, and he's like, he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, he's like, you're wearing, he's like, you're wearing the suit again. He's like, are you off your medicines? He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, they don't make me feel good. He's like, you know you need to take them. He's like, he's like, are you going to go turn yourself in? Yeah, I guess. And then he just walks away and turns himself into the police. Just, just something like that. That's pretty cool. Like, a, like, a, not even a two-minute spot. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, you're going to just walk in, say your lines, and then go to with the police officer. Yeah. So something like that. That would be gold, Warner Brothers. I'm giving you gold here. But anyways, let's get into some news. Um, we had a lot of Power Rangers news this this week. Uh, we got our first official... Our first official uh, posters. Uh, so I don't know if you want to open up your link for that, because they're, they're pretty, pretty interesting. I didn't put them in our uh, sheet because they're too huge. But in the posters, we see all the characters on the, their Zords. We only see part of the Zords. We only see parts of the Zords. So, like, we see the Red Ranger chilling in his Red Ranger costume on the tail of the Tyrannosaurus. And then we see uh, the Yellow Ranger just kind of coasting on one of the paws of the, of, uh, the Sabertooth Tiger. Uh, we see the Blue Ranger just, like, casually lounging on the... Triceratops head. So he's just he's just like sitting there like almost looks like he's a Burt Burt Reynolds or something like that. Like have you ever seen that Burt Reynolds posters where he's just like laying on his side and yeah. legs open? He's like, like play oh play growing it. Yeah. He's just like playing on his side. So uh, that, uh, like for, when I saw that I was like, that's a little creepy, but whatever. Uh, we have the Pink Ranger, I don't know what part of the pterodactyl she's on, but She's just sitting there looking up, up in the sky. And then we have the Black Ranger on one of the uh, mammoth's horns. And he's just, like, standing there in his, like, you know, little victory pose. thing is, their attitude show in this. Yeah. Like, the Blue Ranger is obviously, like, the hot shot. Yeah. The Yellow Ranger is probably the geeky, nerdy one. The Pink Ranger is the love interest. The Red Ranger is still the leader. Yeah. It's got those, like, poses to it. I don't know, like, it feel like you're going to have some com- some confrontation between the Black Ranger and the Red Ranger. Because, like, it almost looks like they're too, like, both of them look too uh, leader-like. Yeah. So, uh, that should be very interesting. thing is, the, in the TV show, Jason was, like, like the straight-on leader. And yeah. And the Black Ranger was Zach, and he was just the cooler one. Yeah. He did off the breakdancing and all the other stuff. 
But I, I'm hoping that's. I'm hoping this is the case where we get some confrontation between them because that'd be so. That'd be so cool. That would be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, anyways, th- those were released via the film's official Twitter page. Um, also announced was they will have a movie panel at the New York Comic Con. Um, and it's actually going to be pretty big because it's going to be taking place at Madison Square Garden. So the panel is also going to be at MSG, which is, I mean, I, that's pretty huge. That's pretty huge. We've passed by MSG uh, when we were in New York, and that thing is, like, yeah, massive. Well, it's a fucking arena. Yeah. So. So. They have a lot of shows and shit that goes on there. Yeah. So that that tells you what uh, Saban is. Saban's going to really push for this thing pretty hard. Um, they didn't specify. So we got forward that we, you know, we're going to get our first look. They didn't specify as to what we're going to see in our first look, but it's pretty much it's pretty much a guess that we're going to get our first uh, trailer or teaser trailer for it. Um, you know, people have been dying for months to, to see, like, some footage, some actual footage. Yeah. So, uh, the whole cast is expected to be there, so that's going to be really interesting. So we're going to get Brian Cranston, we're going to get Elizabeth Banks. Bless you, Harley. The Rangers themselves. And um, apparently we'll get the Alpha 5 character as well, who was just announced this week as Bill Hader. Which is nuts. <laughs> I, did you see that coming? Well, I think one of us made that comment. That we did. We you, thought, I think it was you who made that comment that you saw. Yeah. You could see Bill Hader do it. Uh, I don't remember what I was phrasing, but I was like... Because there was... A, I was watching a movie, and he did this weird scene where he's like, I am a robot. And yeah. I, like, I made that joke where he's like... That he was going to be over five. But that is crazy. That is crazy. You, you called it. You, you called it, so... But he, I could see him as Alpha Five. I definitely could see that. I, yeah, so it's going to be really, really interesting. I mean, it's a little under, like, what, two weeks away? Yeah. We're two weeks away from that, so I'm pumped. I'm so, so pumped. Um, the film is coming out in March, so... Should be interesting. Um, I have no other thoughts on it, do you? No, I'm, I'm excited. And these posters, like... I, I don't know where they're going with with these posters. The Zords look badass. Yeah. But why would you be sitting on the fucking tail of a Tyrannosaurus Rex? Because he's a badass. It's, it's like looking at a fucking Sears catalog, yeah. to be honest with you. It is. Like, like, oh, we're just going to stand here and look happy, like, like in the middle of nowhere. Like, we're not having a picnic or anything. It's like we're walking, we saw this nice vibe, we're just sitting here. Like, it, it makes no fucking sense. But the, but the Zords, like, they look really cool. Like, yeah. I'm really excited for the CG in this movie. It looks really, really good. Uh, the, one of the things I found out was uh, essentially, like, their morphers, like, their, their morphers are kind of, like, bonded to them. So Yeah, they have that Iron Man thing going on. Yeah, like, what's, what's interesting is uh, essentially, like, the suit comes directly out of the morphers all, all around them. Yeah. So that's one of the one things I heard, and I was like, oh, that's going to be really fucking interesting. You notice. Oh, wait, I'm not. So, the waistlines are missing in all of them. Yeah. But... The suits, are, uh, the suits themselves, at first I was like, oh, this is very Iron Man-y, but whatever. You know, it's 2016. Yeah. I'm excited. So, I'm excited for it as well. We also got our first look this week at Jumanji. The first fo- official photo was released via... I'm actually pretty excited about this. Yeah. Uh, we see... In this photo, we see Dwayne The Rock Johnson dressed up in uh, jungle gear. He has his jungle gear. You can see, a, you can see a gun uh, attached to his hip. Uh, Kevin Hart looks really, really nerdy. Nerdy. 
He's yeah. got glasses. He looks like he's like the, the scientist. Yeah. So does uh, um, Jack Black. So Jack Black has like you know a safari hat on, glasses. Like he's wearing a dress shirt, which is like really out of. Wait, that's sport. not Kevin Hart. That's fucking Kevin Hart is uh, <laughs> I mixed up Kevin Hart with fucking. Yes, I know you did. Jack Correct me, man. I don't want to call you out on it. <laughs> anyways. Anyways, um, and then yeah, so Kevin Hart, like, he's got like all this. He's he's like the little guy that everybody's gonna pick on. Yeah. He's got the real short shorts. He's got cut sleeves. Weird. The long, uh, the long white socks. But you know this is going to be focused on The Rock and, and Karen McGillian. Yeah. And Karen McGillian, good God, she looks so good in this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she basically looks like Laura Croft. That's the best way to describe it. Yep, I agree. Uh, speaking of which, I just saw um, Central Intelligence with The Rock and mm-hmm. Ke- Kevin Hart. That movie is pretty funny. So, do you, do you think that chemistry is going to... Yes, yeah. Especially because Kevin Hart was bombing on the rock the whole time, and Rock seems like laid back guy. He's like, oh, ha, ha, ha. like like Kevin Hart was doing this whole thing, this whole spiel. Like, you think you're some sort of superhero, but like like Mr. T or the Sting or the Rock, those are just dumbass people who come up with dumbass names. <laughs> and the Rock just like bust out in laughter. It was really good. That's awesome. <laughs> I, the Rock, you know, it's funny too because he's the most pay, he's the highest paid uh, actor in Hollywood right now. Which is fucking oh, crazy. He's working like every other fucking week. Like this he's is true. got he's got a movie lined up for like every month. This should, I mean just next year alone, like he has he has this, he has Fast and Furious Seven. The superhero movie. Shazam. Yeah, yeah, Shazam. So he's he's got his work cut out for him for a while. So he And he's a, he's not a bad actor. No, he's not not at all. His his charisma like just goes so fucking far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Karen, anyways, um, Karen Gillian, we found out her character is going to be named Martha. Uh, not much more than that. I couldn't find anything in Martha from, like, Jumanji and the first Jumanji. Yeah. So, Jack Black's character is still unknown at this point. Uh, yeah. I got nothing else. Is, it's weird, because it's taking place in the forest, unlike the other one, yeah. where it took place in the house, and the yeah. guy gets trapped in the forest. You don't know what happens so when he just comes back home. So, maybe they're stuck in the game. Maybe I'm thinking that there's some sort of scientist, and they came across the game, mm-hmm. and they wanted to try it out, and they get they sort of get themselves trapped into it. And we're gonna see the alternative world of where all the mishaps came from the first one, and where they origin from. So I'm pretty sure we're gonna see the same, almost the same things happening all over again, from monsoons and stampedes. It's it, it should be good. Looks promising, especially with the CG they have now compared to that. Yeah. Like, the monkey's not going to look like... Uh, oh, look. God, those monkeys were terrifying. Yeah. Those monkeys were terrifying. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm really, really excited. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oof. You got you got the monkeys in my head now. Yeah. Uh, they give the one monkey and the police car and the gun. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you hear about this uh, petition for Shia LaBeouf to play the Red Hood? Did I hear about it? <laughs> did you sign it? No. So. I, I can't, I just can't see it. No, I can't see it at all. God, no. No, I can't see it at all. So, a, a lot of fans, uh, well, here, let's start out with this. Because a lot, of, I'm pretty sure some people don't know who the Red Hood is. I'm pretty sure people don't know who Shia LaBeouf is. 
spiritual. How do they not know who Shia LaBeouf is? Have they not seen Transformers? You got stuck there. I was going to say Nymphomaniac, but okay. Transformers. Oh, any of them? Well, besides the last one with Mark Wahlberg. Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull? No one's seen that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is that even a real movie? <laughs> is, is it a movie? I don't know. Didn't they go straight to DVD or something? I think Harrison Ford denies it. Um, so. Holes? That was a cult classic. Disturbia? Mm-hmm. Come on. You can't name any more Shia LaBeouf movies? Eagle Eye. Eagle Eye? Where he has the twin? Yeah. Uh, Nymphomaniac Volume 2. I don't know what the fuck that is. He's stuttering up Nymphomaniac. <laughs> I think you just like seeing the word and you're making shit up now. It's it's a real movie. He stars in it. Like Winter Fresh Gum. Uh, There's a part two yeah, for this movie? That I haven't even heard part one? Yeah. They both came out the same year. Well, it's one of his art, artsy films. But anyways, um, for people who are not familiar who uh, The Red Hood is, um, there was... Essentially, two joke or there was. You have your first Robin, who was uh, who was Tim. Or, well, I was gonna say Tim Drake. Just, just revoke my nerd card right now. Come on, keep going. Uh Dick Grayson. So that's Dick, the first Robin. Dick Grayson was the first Robin, and then Tim Drake was a Robin. Yeah, he's but he's, not the one that you're talking about. I'm jumping around here, in Robins. Yes. Okay. Um, you there's, know, there's way too many Robins. Yeah. There's way too many Robins, though. That's what happens when you, you put a kid into the role. Isn't Tim Drake uh, the, the son of Batman? No, uh, you're thinking of Damian Wayne. Oh, yeah, Damian Wayne. He's my favorite. Really? Because he's a dick? Yeah, he's a fucking dick. <laughs> so, so is Jason Todd, who was the second Robin. Um, and what's interesting enough is DC had this fan vote where you could either choose to keep him alive or kill him off. Yeah. And... Everybody who, like, he was such a dick as Robin, like, everyone just kind of, like, wanted him to, like, die. So they voted for him to die. Yes, they voted for him to die. Um, that being said, anything in comic books, nothing ever lasts forever. If people die, people come back from the death, from their death. Um, and then DC format, Superboy punched reality, and Jason Todd came back. Interesting. It's pretty interesting. They can't really do punching reality thing because you know that's just fucking stupid now. Yeah. Um, but he came back. He came back from the dead. There's actually a really, 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 really good uh, animated film called Under a Red Hood. It kind of gives a better explanation of how he can come come back from the dead, and that's from Razal Gul's Lazarus Pit. Yeah. So. You know, Razal Gold brings him back from the dead because he felt guilty for, he felt guilty, for, essentially having the Joker kill this guy, kid. Um, and he was killed. He was killed by the Joker. But, anyways, in truth to comic book mythos, Jason Todd exists in the DC EU, as Batman's former Robin, who was killed by Jared Leto's Joker. Um, if you've seen Batman vs Superman, you see his. Graffitied up. Uniform. Uniform. Yeah, in the back cave. Mm-hmm. And that's where we first see that. And Suicide Suicide Squad director David Eric later confirming that that costume belongs to Jason Todd. And that the Joker was indeed his killer. So those, you know, are facts within, within the DCEU. So now what's interesting enough is that those, uh, 
those confirmations have like just made pe- people speculate crazy on how you know they can bring back Jason Todd and DCEU a story arc. Um, and under the Red Hood, you basically see Jason Todd take up the mantle of the Red Hood, which was uh, Joker's persona originally when before he became the Joker. So. The Red Hood basically becomes this vigilante who is not afraid to kill anyone. You know, when Batman figures it out, you know, he... When Batman figures it out, it's Jason Todd. Like, he tries to, you know, bring him back to the point of sanity. And eventually, like, you know, things become all... All rosy daisies with between the two of them, but... It takes a while. They basically try to kill each other, so... It takes quite a bit of time. You are right there? Yeah. All right. So, um, again, like with with any other DC movie character, fans has have their own idea of who should be cast in the role of Jason Todd. Uh, right now, I guess people are voting for Shia LaBeouf uh, to be cast to be casted as this, stating that you know, hey, he's actually not that bad of an actor if you discount the uh, if you discount all the all the you know Transformer stuff. So people started circulating a petition on Change.org, asking DC EU architects Zack Snyder, Jeff, Jeff Johns, and Ben Affleck to cast cast him as the Red Hood. Um, there's no way you know the, they're going to actually look at that as kind of like a yeah we should do this. It's just kind of more of a oh that's interesting. Um, at the time of this recording podcast, there's been over 3,500 signatures on this. Yeah, is that nuts? That is insane. So, there's no way, you know, it's going to directly, directly affect that, but, eh, who knows. Um, we should get into this article that I just sent you. Really? Related on point. Oh, yes. So, interesting enough, do you want to bring it up for me? Yes, does Transformers, The Last Night Have, and, spoiler, and King Arthur. Okay. So, hold on. <laughs> we didn't really get to skim this article too much, but it's from Nerdist. Hey, look, they, they posted that video too. <laughs> yeah, this stupid Transformer car in the parking lot. That's the video he's talking about, but not this news. Sorry. Um. So the real they have a real big spoiler on the site, and it's it is a spoiler. So if you don't really want to hear it, turn the volume down for at least the next thirty seconds. So, Transformers The Last Night apparently has World War II-era Nazis are apparently going to play a role in Transformers The Last Night, but how and why? Judging by the number of scenes that Bay and his crews are shooting, it appears that Nazis are going to be around for more than just a few minutes of flashback and montage. Does that mean Optimus Prime is going to make a quick trip to World War II to fight the Nazis and before getting back into Camelot and hanging out with King Arthur? Could we possibly see Arthur and his knights taken to fight back Hitler himself? Or we, or will we get even more evil de- Nazi Decepticons? So, interesting enough, uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins has also been spotted on set in a period-appropriate clothing, although it's not clear whom he will be portraying in the movie. Prior to this, we would have guessed that Hopkins would be voicing one of the Autobots or Decepticons. 
if not playing Merlin himself, or perhaps he is playing Merlin and he as truly an immortal wizard. I like how we jumped over step yeah. bit by bit. So interesting. This is interesting. Very interesting. Because this would explain why how the Transformers get back there. The Transformers aren't like these ultimate beings. Yeah. You would think Merlin would come and drag the Transformers over. Yeah. However, how do you fit the World War Two Nazis? Yeah. So this is this is the a big give out giveaway for whatever's happening because obviously they need something from that era or something happens in that era that provokes them to go back. Probably a, a Decepticon of some sort. I'm going to go with Nerdist on this one. Cause I'm going to go with the Nazi Decepticons. Yeah, because that, that would just make sense because that's what happened with the other one. Like, I could see... I could definitely see uh, Starscream as a Nazi plane. Or even Hitler's car. Yeah. It oh, was yeah. A, it was a evil Decepticon. Yeah. And it helped uh, Hitler gain... Uh, gain power. Gain power. That's fun. Like, I'm super, super into World War II stuff, but I'm not super into Transformers movies, so this I'm is... I'm into the Transformers. As shitty as they were, I've watched them all up to this point, so... I've watched them all to this point, too, but, like, the only reason why I watch sports is because I'm like, oh, it takes part in Chicago, so I'll watch it. Then again, it's like, those Transformers movies are, like, the early 2000 X-Men movies, where you watch them once, and you're like, that was so great, and then you see it on TV, like, five years later, and you're like... Wait a second. This yeah. is I can't I can't sit through what, this again. What did I what was I thinking at that time? Yeah. It's like when you go to your Facebook feed and you look at like stuff you posted from two thousand nine and you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? Well, I look at your shit from yesterday and think that. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> uh try to put positive shit on my page and people try to bring me down the peg. That's okay. We don't judge you in front of you. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty interested in that now. But back to what I was saying, though, about, uh... Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeouf. I don't, I don't call him Shia LaBeouf, he's Shia LaBeouf. Um, who can you... Would you would you cast him as, uh, Jason Todd, or who would you cast? As Jason Todd? Yeah. Who, who would be I your think not too crazy about Shia LaBeouf, so probably not Shia LaBeouf. Neither am I. I would not cast him for... Jason Todd. I would not cast him for Jason Todd. I wouldn't cast him... Fuck, I wouldn't even cast him as, uh... Anything in DCU. Yeah. Maybe the Riddler, because he's fucking crazy. Like, I could see that. I could see Shia LaBeouf as the Riddler. That would be pretty cool. Because he's got that weird thing going on. Yeah. Is that weird artsy shit going on? So I could definitely see him. Um, you know who I would cast as? I, I'm just purely fan casting right here. Uh, I would do Liam Hensworth for Jason Todd. Yeah. I don't see it. You don't see it? No. No. I think I would see someone like. Are, uh, no, forget, wait, forget about that. Dave Franco. Okay, I could see Dave Franco for sure. Because Dave Franco's kind of an annoying little prick. Yeah. So I can definitely... Like, you, you either like or you hate Dave Franco. There's no in-between. Yeah. So I, I can see that. What about you? Who would you cast? I would probably go with uh, Dave Franco, too. It's a good cast. Like, I feel like that's a good cast, cast right there. And, you know, he already has that chemistry with, uh, 
with uh, Lex Luthor, so... And uh, from Now You See Me. Yeah. Jesse Eisenberg, of course. Uh, they would have that chemistry. However, uh, enough about that. Let's let's get into this other news. Uh, let's get some good shit. Sam Neill, you know who he is? I do know who he is. Who is he? Clever, clever little girl. Nope, absolutely not. Uh, you fucked that up. I did fuck that quote up. That's clever, clever girl. girl. Yeah. And it wasn't even Sam Neill who fucking says it either. Really? But that's, if you know that quote, it's from Jurassic Park. It was, it was uh, the agent who was trying to get the chick to the electric box, and he was covering her. Sam Neill was with the kids climbing over the fence, and little Billy or whatever the fuck is. Tim, little Tim, gets shocked off the fence that moment when that scene happened. God damn it. Way to ruin that. Um, yeah, Sam Neill plays Dr. Ellen Grant in Jurassic Park. Um, everybody's been asking and wondering, where, uh, where is Dr. Ellen Grant? Um, so there was a recent interview with Mr. Grant, or Sam Neill, mm-hmm. but uh, everybody knows him as Mr. Grant. And he uh, theorized on what happened to Mr. Grant, Dr. Ellen Grant, not Mr. Stop screwing that up. <laughs> Professor Ellen Grant. Whatever. And Sam Neill, Dr. Alan Grant himself, pretty much said uh, he's theorizing what happened to him because he hasn't been cast in any of these movies. And it was he retired from paleology. Uh, paleontology? Who, paleontology. Paleontology. I'm like making up words. It's all right. I do um, it all the time. And that he's become an accountant. Uh, but nobody knows where he is, and the, what's been last seen of him was his hat floating down the Hudson River. Which is funny and cool. All improved by, by Sam Neill himself during an interview. But if you're really wondering where Sam Neill's going to be during this time, he's going to be in Thor Ragnarok. Dun, 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 dun. Which is awesome. Every time I think of Thor Ragnarok, I think of the logo. And I think of Def Leppard for some reason, just because it looks like a Def Leppard album. I can see that. Um, but we're going to see Sam Neill and Thor. We don't know what he's doing in there. And he said in, t- in a couple of interviews saying that uh, he cannot say what he's specifically doing on the set. All that he could say is that uh, he was on the set for three or four days. Yeah. Uh, probably he's- mixing drinks and working out with... Uh, the exact quote is, uh, oddly enough, I'm not really allowed to say... To say this, and I can't tell you what it is, I did a couple of days days on Thor before I came over here. I had to sign all these sorts of things. If I say anything else, Marvel secret agents and all their lethal, all their lethal will come get me and probably my children as well. <laughs> Which we hear a lot from yeah. actors saying they really can't give away too much. It really gets you thinking. Like, does does Marvel have like just like little sniper people on on twenty four seven? Like, <laughs> he's like on the side of something and he just goes <laughs> all over. Like, he, he's you just see him talking in review and then next thing you know. And next thing you know, they're like shooting like liquid to stop the heart. But yeah. uh, that's cool. Like I'm, I think he's a great actor. I really love Jurassic Park. So, to be fair, he said he, uh, he followed up on Twitter saying that he was on set for five days. Making tea with uh, Takati Watiti, the director of Thor Ragnarok. I got that fucking right. Yes. You know how hard that... I was looking at that name like, oh shit. I'm yeah, we make fun this. of you when you're out looking. 
so, butcher names. I usually butcher names, and the fact that I got that right, yes. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm pretty stoked about that now. So. That's that's the. That's that's that like. The guy you know for Jurassic Park is going to be the guy you're going to see in Thor Ragnarok. And I'm excited because you got you know, it's kind Mark of, Ruffalo on that set. Yeah. It's probably going to be the intro of Planet Hulk. Like, What's interesting enough, though, is you also have Jeff Goldblum on the set as well playing uh, playing the Grandmaster. That's cool. So you have... It's like Jurassic Park, yeah. but not Jurassic Park. Yeah. You they're going to see big green monsters, but they're not dinosaurs. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. I say, here's my thought theory. He's playing Butter Ray Bill. No. You don't think so? I, I can't say that. I, want, I just want Butter Ray Bill to be in so bad. And you just, like, make shit up to... Like, he's going to do this. <laughs> I, I didn't say he was going to do it. I said, that's my thought. Of course. It's my two cents. Nothing official, just purely speculation. Yeah. So, <laughs> let's get on with the show. Yeah. Anyways, uh, another Marvel news. Uh, another Marvel news. You, uh, Hugo Weaving, who, if you're not familiar with him, he was Agent Smith in Matrix. Um, he was the MV for Vendetta. Um, he we, also played. We talked about him before. Huh? We've talked about him before. We did. We've talked about him before. But uh, just for people who are new, uh, he reflects on playing Red Skull in Captain America. Um, interesting enough, the last time we saw Red Skull, he was killed or transported into the cosmos, depending on how you look at it, by, uh, the Tesseract in the conclusion of Captain America the First Avenger. And fans have been speculating constantly whether or not he'll return or not. Um, people were hoping to see him back in the Winter Soldier, Civil War, nothing ever materialized. Um. You know, all those, uh, things that he was normally in. Yeah. So, you know... It also didn't help that, you know, at the, when he, after the movie, he expressed, like, his reluctance to return to the films. Um, in the past, he's quoted as saying, It's not something I'd want to do again. I'm glad I did it. I, I did sign up for a number of pictures, I suppose. Contractually, I, I would be obligated to if they forced me to, but they wouldn't want to force someone to do, to do it if they didn't want to. Um, but interesting, interesting enough, in a recent interview he did with Yahoo!, uh, Weaving reflected a little bit more positively on his time in Captain America's as Captain America's arch nemesis, having enjoyed this experience behind, behind, the mask. Uh, he said it was fun to play. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the outrageousness of the German accent, that I employed, and I, I enjoyed the extraordinary mask and costume, even though it was unbelievably hot inside. I enjoyed mask work. I enjoyed mask work. I enjoyed trying to animate mask and reveal certain things. That the mask itself might not reveal. V Frendetta was another example of that, but there was less animation with that mask versus the Red Skull. As in terms of kind of like returning to the role, uh, we've even seems to have softened his stance a little bit. Um, still kind of hesitant though. With Marvel, it's pretty. He's, this is what he said. With Marvel, it's pretty basic stuff. Accept the deal. Enjoy the ride. It's not a major stretch for an actor. But on the other hand, the difficulty with Marvel is maintaining a link between human dimension with such an extraordinary technological CGI universe. In terms of me going back and doing another, I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure what they're up to with the Red Skull. So, 
He is actually one of my, I think, one of my favorite villains from Phase 1 of the Marvel Universe. Um, I, uh, I think, uh, okay, I see two things that could have possibly happened. Mm-hmm. One, Marvel got in his ass saying, why did you give us such, give them such a bad interview about us? Uh-huh. Like, you made us sound like a horrible company to work for. Or two, hey, do you want another job? <laughs> yeah, he's like, yes, Marvel's great. Here's this dump truck full of money. Here's this dump truck full of money. Do you want to come back? Yeah. Sure. That's my thought process. Um, I would love to see him come back as the rest call because I think in phase one, in terms of phase one villains, him and Loki were probably like the, you know, the best out of them. Yeah. Because other than that, you had uh, Iron Monger. Um, Whiplash. Yeah, Whiplash. Or whatever they called him. Whiplash, that. Justin Hammer. Yeah. Um, Abomination. I don't think Abomination. Do they consider that Hulk movie? Yeah, the, that's canon. That's canon. Uh, just, you know, swapped out Bruce Ruffalo for... They just swapped out Ed Norton for Bruce Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo, yep. Bruce Ruffalo? Yes, Bruce Ruffalo. Is that a mixture of Bruce Banner and yes, Mark Ruffalo? Yes, uh, a mixture of Bruce Banner and Remember when everybody thought he was going to suck? Yeah, I know. It's like... <laughs> then he turned out to be the best thing in the movie, and we're like, oh, yeah. I like my whole argument. It was like, you guys said the Joker was going to suck because he played in Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> people well speaking of which everyone's a crick alright yeah um, imagine if uh, Red Skull did come into the uh, come back and came back into the war and killed Captain America mm-hmm. how would you see that panning out like you know it's kind of interesting you mentioned that because um, the Russo brothers actually considered killing Captain America at yeah. one point in Civil War well, it would make sense, though, if, like, yeah. Red Skull came back and killed Captain America since uh, they killed Crossbones in the first five minutes of yeah. the movie. And he's the guy who originally kills Captain America. Yeah. I thought that actually, that would have been fucking fantastic uh, to have, you know, Red Skull come back, like, via Tesseract or some shit. Yeah. And boom. Just just kills the shit out of Captain America. Pops uh, him out. So, uh... Yeah, they, the uh, Russo brothers actually had a four-year consideration screening of Civil War. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they followed up with the Q&A with Kev- along with Kevin Feige, where they dropped kind of like little tidbits, um, just little tidbits here and there from from Hitflix, who was doing this whole event. Yeah. Uh, one of the things they reported was, uh, this was an exact quote from the Russo brothers, uh, we never talked about... We never talked about killing Cap in this one, right? No? Asking his brother. Asking his brother, Joe Russo. And then Joe Russo responded back with, uh, We did for a bit. We talked about everything. Um, I think I think the thing to remember is we do talk about every possible scenario over and over again for months and months and months. We talked about it, but it never made its way into a realistic outline. So uh, that's pretty interesting. Well, they they talk about every scenario. Mm-hmm. So like it, it it just it was on a, added on the list because it was in the comic books. Yeah. But like imagine if they came up with a crazy scenario where uh, like Scarlet Witch was like executed style by by what's his face because she killed his family. Like imagine if that was like yeah a thing. 
that could have been a thing as well. Um, but on the subject of like how none of the heroes died in the film at all, Feige went on to add... Well, we, we did lose uh, Agent Carter. Technically, yeah. Rest in yeah. peace. Rest in peace, Peggy Carter. <laughs> um, we talked about a lot of potential characters dying at the end of the movie, and we thought it would undercut what, what the really tension, rich tension of the movie, which is about this Kramer versus Kramer. It's all about divorce. If somebody dies, it would create empathy, which would change, which would change in a lot for repair. We didn't want to do that. So, I totally get why they didn't kill people off, because like you know you have this. It's like a breakup. You have. They don't want it to become some sort of, sort of courtship. Yeah, like you know, with any bad breakup, like you just have this really bad tension. If you have someone who dies, you know, then you create empathy for that side. For that side. Where now it's just more people are divided amongst each other. So, rather interesting. That's cool. Uh, what do you think about it? I can see what they're coming from, but once again, it's, it sort of falls offline with comics. Yeah. I, I want to see these superheroes die. They killed Superman. It's funny, because I bet you on the DC side, they're like, they're doing the Civil War. They're going to kill Captain America. Let's kill Superman. <laughs> And then next year, you know, like, them motherfuckers, they didn't kill Captain America. Those motherfuckers. We just lost, you know, let's add this little bit at the end and make him, like, everybody think he's still alive. Yeah, that's a great idea, buddy. Let's do it. So, you know, since, what's interesting enough is uh, Honest Trailer, uh, the people who do Honest Trailers, they did recently did one for Captain America Civil War. Yeah. And they pointed out all the similarities of the two movies. Except that, you know, nobody dies because it's I've, Marvel. I've always been doing that, though. Like, ever since uh, Dark Knight Rises and Avengers, yeah. where two billionaires fly a uh, nuclear bomb out of safety, it was like, okay, like, do you guys see this, or is this just me, or what's going on here? Like, are you guys just talking to each other and saying, hey, let's make the same movies, but with different characters? They're doing this story, and when they see it, they're going to be like, they're the same movie. I think, though, with uh, Dark Knight Rises, that was more of a tribute to uh, Adam West. I don't know. Once again, I was like, we gotta remember, Avengers did come out before Dark Knight Rises. It's true. Uh, anyways, so... Let's talk about some TV stuff. How's that sound? Sure. Uh, Sorry for the squeaking. Yeah, that's that's Harley in the background. She's got her toy. And she likes to be by us. So. She's like in Doggy Paradise. Uh, the CW's uh, announced a new app that will allow you to watch all the new seasons. Watch all new seasons of the Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow's for free, for free, free ninety nine. Yep. Uh, this is starting next week, if I'm not mistaken. So actually, it should be this week. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, uh, the CW is expanding its reach with DC TV shows like The Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow's, and the Supergirl, the app will be available on Chromecast, Apple TV, Xbox, Amazon Fire TV for free. Uh, the CW app is quite literally some of the only place where you can watch some of these shows because a lot of people who live in like remote areas who don't who have like affiliate stations, they don't get CW. Yeah. So it's a pretty pretty cool thing now. Not just that though, like it's it's a free station first mm-hmm. off. So you're, you're going off of, like, let's get everybody onto our stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it's this is a great idea. I honestly think, like, this is going to not only boost 
the ratings because people are going to be like, oh, it's free. Let's watch it. Yeah. But all these shows have someone something different going on where you could sort of relate to it. Yeah. I, I can 100% agree with this. Up. You, you mentioned last week that your daughter had started watching... You and your daughter had started watching Supergirl. Yeah. Have you continued this on this week? Uh, there's episode 7 or 8. Mm-hmm. They have, like, this alien. Mm-hmm. And it freaks her out, so we... Is <laughs> it's, like, Martian I, Manhunter? Yeah. Martian Manhunter, yeah. So, like, she's been... And then he's in the cage in the beginning of the next episode. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he's arrested. And she's like, no, I can't. No, Daddy, no. <laughs> I was like, okay, we won't, we'll go back to my little pony, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm ex- that's pretty, it's pretty dope. Um, especially, like, so, for example, here in Chicago, uh, we used to have CW on uh, one of our... Channel 9? Yeah, Channel 9. Now it's just moved to UPN, which is Channel 50, which nobody ever really watches. Go to go see UPN, because it's like, you know, Yeah, it's UPN. It's UPN. So, it was popular for cops and like Martin. Yeah, which is so weird because like now WGN is like just showing reruns of like Two and a Half Men. For like four hours. Yeah, yeah, it's so weird. That that just happened recently too, where they they uh, are self a private privatized uh, station. Yeah. Self affiliated. Yeah. Because like uh, even they had like a spe- two hour special with the. Morning news was playing in the afternoon. Yeah, it's like what is this? Like why? Why am I watching morning news at night? <laughs> like this makes no sense. WGN. But they brought out Bozo. It was pretty cool. Wait, like a new Bozo? They brought out a Bozo. I don't know. He had the voice and everything. Uh, and Scotty Pippen was there. And Scotty Pippen was like chasing Bozo down the hallway for a uh, picture, a selfie. That sounds horrible. It was fucking horrible. A basketball player who hasn't played in 10 years with a show host who hasn't been on air in over More 10 years. More than 10 years, like 15 years. Almost with a 20. show host who hasn't been on in about 15 years. Nuts. Just reaching for that nostalgia crowd. Yep. Um, so, anyway, speaking of nostalgia, uh, FXX is going to air all 600 episodes of The Simpsons. In a 13-day marathon. You know what the messed up part is? If this was me, if this was like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. t- 10, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. where we had VCR tapes and they would be our DVRs, mm-hmm. I would I would be flipping VCR tapes every 24 hours just to make sure I get every single episode. Yeah, I probably would have done the same thing. I am such a huge Simpson nerd. I probably would have done the same thing, and it's, yeah, every, so it's every Simpsons ever, which is, the marathon's going to take place on uh, noon and on November 24th, which is Thanksgiving Day, and it'll go straight through till December 6th, which will be the show's 600 episode, which is a uh, Treehouse of Horrors, God, 20... Eight, seven? Eight, yeah, 27? 27, 28, I don't remember, they're higher, oh, it's 27, XX5... V two two. I feel like that one Simpsons episode now where it's like Roman numerals. Where <laughs> it's like one of them has a line. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Anyways, it's uh going to yeah. be the yeah. longest running TV marathon in TV history. Uh, the previous record also involves, you know, Simpsons as well, which was twelve days. It was five hundred fifty two episodes, and that event took place in twenty fourteen. So. Which helped put the young network on the map. Yeah, well, that's when FXX was just, like, came to be a thing. Obviously, that was a great idea. Yeah. So fucking smart. Which is 
interesting now because like uh do you have so there's an FXX app um, where you can watch every Simpsons ever on on there. No, I don't have that app. So you need to sign in with like your cable or network subscriber. But like it's pretty cool. I can watch every single episode of Simpsons ever. Yeah. It's every thirty minute episode? Yep. You are about to see the worst half hour of television ever. And more of comic book guy? Yeah, more comic book guy. Who cannot go wrong with Comic Book Guy? I can't. I have a little Comic Book Guy somewhere here. It's, uh, yeah. So you can download that on Xbox, Apple TV, all that other good stuff. I mean, 100%. So, uh, I think this is all we got for this week. That's it? Yeah. This short episode of 50-something minutes? I know. That's longer than our last week's episode. It's longer than our last week's episode, so... Which is about 50-something minutes, too. We didn't have an episode last week. That's true. <laughs> Burn! Oh. Well, anyways, uh, Nerd Pit on um, Facebook. Yeah, like us on Facebook, Nerd Pit Podcast, uh, hashtag Nerd Pit Podcast on Twitter. Uh, seriously, come on, fucking send us some, some stuff. I check this thing every day. I'm trying to be more proactive on Twitter, and none of y'all are doing anything for me. I'm a little heartbroken. Well, it's because you're not calling to action enough. That's true. Like, I didn't even do it because I'm like, you really want us to do this? Yeah, this is very and I, I sit next to you every week. This is very, very I true. know we exist. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. Nerd Pit Facebook, Nerd Pit Twitter. Yep. Uh, hashtag Nerd Pit. Um, real right. quick, before I forget, uh, so our theme song by uh, Mr. MC Lars. Mm-hmm. He's coming to town near you. And I'm not going to blur out all the dates, but I will uh, let you know what the tour is called. So that way you could uh, look it up and check it out. It's, yeah, I, again, MC Chris, much, much, much appreciation for you, man. Yeah, he's, like, all over the place. I'm going to, we're going to see him in Chicago in two months. Yeah. But he's got dates for San Francisco, California, obviously, Las Vegas, Nevada, Phoenix, Arizona, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. How many San Francisco shows is he doing out of curiosity? Because, like, I Just know that's his hometown. One. One? Really? Two Los Angeles. Mm. Alabama, L.A., uh, Louisiana, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida. They're all over the place. Check them out. Uh, He's got really good music. He is, yeah. Tickets aren't that expensive. Support local artists. Support independent artists as well. Um, Become his Patreon as well. He has a Patreon page, so, you know, you can find all his information on his website, which is, if I'm not mistaken, mcliars.com. Yep. So... Other than that, have a good week. Don't be afraid of your intelligence. Shall be last and the last shall be first. Proud to be a brain. Rivers, cause the geek shall inherit the earth. Get your geek on, baby, for what it's worth. The first shall be last and the last shall be first. Check, check the base, cosine, inverse. The geek shall inherit the earth. Get your geek on, baby, for what it's worth. The first shall be last and the last shall be first. Proud to be a brain. Rivers, cause the geek shall inherit the earth. Get your geek on, baby, for what it's worth. The first shall be last and the last shall be first. Check, check the base, cosine, inverse. The geek shall inherit the earth.